What is up, everybody? It is Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. Not going to talk too much about movies on this show. This one I'm dedicating to figures again. But real quick notes on the movie front. Make sure to pick up Batman Along Halloween Part 1. Came out today on Blu-ray, digital, etc. One of my favorites of the Warner Brothers animation films so far. And the reason is because they just stuck to the source material. I find that anytime they do that, the movies are really good. And that's the case with this one. Part 2 comes out in August, but you'll definitely want to watch this one now. Because it's really, really good. Also, F9, The Fast Saga... Saw the advanced screening for it. You know my love of the Fast and Furious franchise. I was not disappointed by this one. I'll have my full review up later on this week. But for now, just know that if you love these movies, you're going to love this one too. Alright, now on to figure news. The big, I guess biggest reveal leak of the week was the WWE Legends. We had a massive leak. Which gave us the lineups for 12 through 15. And we saw a shock image of Legends 12, Billy Gunn. And it's weird because Billy Gunn is actually in AEW. And the WWE is actually taking some steps to kind of act like Billy Gunn's not around anymore. Which is really funny and odd because we've got a new figure. And it's not just any figure. It's from the DX Invasion of Nitro. You know, this was the thing that they try to retcon and act like it changed the face of the whole Monday Night Wars. When it was really just like, oh, look what they're doing. That's cool. Those those quirky DX kids. Um, but Billy Gunn's dressed up in his black DX shirt. He's got the camo pants. He's even got the helmet with sticks and branches hanging out of it. That's a nice touch. I'm hoping, like I think everyone, that this figure will have wrestling attire underneath. We've already gotten a pink and a green version of Billy Gunn. I guess it makes sense to get his yellow attire, because I guess that's the big one. Maybe the black with the multicolored lips. I think I'd be fine with either one of those. I'm glad that they're getting a Billy Gunn out, because Mattel tried to get another one to us with the Hall of Fame line, but those were impossible to find. Uh, that lineup had Road Dog, Ultimate Warrior, Ron Simmons, and Billy Gunn. And I only saw, because of some bizarre case pack out, which only had Road Dog and Ron Simmons, or Billy Gunn and Ultimate Warrior. And I never saw the Ultimate Warrior and Billy Gunn set. So it was just a mess. I never got those two. Got the Road Dog, got Ron Simmons, but really happy to get another shot at Billy Gunn because my legends Billy Gunn has the floppy leg syndrome which makes standing impossible I've got the stupid rubber band you know stuck up in his leg to try to toughen it up make the joints a little tighter doesn't really work so he's loose and floppy all the time so I'm looking very much forward to upgrading my Billy Gunn now the rest of legends 12 isn't as exciting bunch of repaints and that's not necessarily a bad thing because for a lot of the legends, they wore multicolored outfits. I don't ever have a problem with them going that direction. As a matter of fact, I prefer that because it gives us more options in terms of which look we want for the figures. This lineup, we get a 1992 Roddy Roddy Piper. Now, these guys, we don't see the actual figures. We just see the back of the Billy Gunn package, but the artwork is pretty much how the figure is going to look. So we've got Piper from his 92 run when he was IC champ 
fighting Ric Flair, fighting Bret Hart at WrestleMania 8, which seems so long ago. It's crazy when I think, vividly remembering the first WrestleMania, to now, like, what WrestleMania are they on? Anyway, um, so we got that one. I already have a Roddy Piper with long hair, so I'm not sure if I need this one. Maybe I'll get it depending on how the head sculpt looks. Roddy's always been one that's kind of been a tricky guy for them to get, kind of like Edge and some Shawn Michaels. So if this one's good, then I'll be on it and get this one. I still have a slide in my 1992 shelf on my display. I try to break up my WWE collection by years just because so much changes over the course of two year, two or three years in WWE um, that it's like, all right, let's split them up this way. I've also got a Junkyard Dog. Previously, we got Junkyard Dog a long time ago. So this is a long overdue one for people who got into the line late. I assume they'll go with red, maybe blue, because I think that's the only other, that light blue one is kind of the only other signature JYD look that should get into a figure. But I'm assuming they're going to go with red, because that's JYD's signature look. And last up is Kevin Nash. Looks like he's got the blonde hair. I'm assuming this is going to be from right when he joined up with Hogan and Hall and they reformed the NWO as Vince McMahon's poison. And that was such a disappointing angle. I mean, gosh, I mean, they did the WrestleMania match with Hogan and Rock. And that was great. And then the NWO just just petered out and that was it. So doubt I'll be getting that Kevin Nash unless they just do some cool WCW version. But at least we've got a Scott Hall, we've got an X-Pac to match this guy. It's too bad that they've finished up with Big Show. At least I assume so, because, you know, Billy Gunn, all bets are off now. But, um, yeah, I guess we'll be kind of close to getting that post-kicking Hollywood out of the NWO version of the NWO. And I guess maybe they'll get around to making the Shawn Michaels. Anyway, not really looking forward to it. Don't care. Next up is Legends 13. Now, this is part of the leak list. Got Triple H. I assume, of course, that this one is to match the Billy Gunn. Got the Hurricane, which is great because I missed out on him. I never saw Elite 74, let alone the flashback Hurricane. So that'll be good to get him. Got another Cowboy Bob Orton, like JYD. He's an older figure. I think his figure came out in the Legends Tag Team 2 packs. And I think that was their first or second wave pretty sure this is the first wave so there's been a long time since there was a cowboy bob orton in elite form so this one is definitely something that people who are just now getting into the line will want will need and maybe it'll be the same size as the gigantic newer paul orndorff last is the jake the snake roberts and we just had him in legends 8 but i'm assuming that mattel is running out of opportunities to crank out Jake the Snake figures so they were like whatever we'll just put one more out we'll make a chase and we'll just call it a night don't have a problem with that because Jake has several different looks maybe they'll do the 96 losing to Stone Cold because that figure was super hard to find he was part of that build a figure Commissioner Michaels wave with Harley Race Ricky Steamboat in Austin that was just a mess with distribution. I think I only saw Harley Race, if you can believe that, and no luck with anybody else. So that would be good to get Jake in that era, just because it's more of a later stage of his WWE career. So that's 
Series 13. Again, it's one of those where it's like, okay, I guess a lot of this is going to depend on how that DX Invasion set looks, because if they all look cool, I'll probably try to find some space on that Attitude Era shelf to get all four or five of those guys. Next up is Legends 14. This one has Road Dog and China, again, to wrap up the set. Then, I'm very intrigued by the last two. We've got Edge. Edge has been a figure that they have never really gotten a good head sculpt. If you buy the newer versions of Old Man Edge, those have really good head sculpts. But we don't have a classic, what I would consider definitive, ruthless aggression, R-rated superstar version of Edge. And when they announced the Ultimate Edition, I was like, yes, we can get Edge in its classic, definitive era. And it's like, no, this is the modern one. Boo. Boo hiss. Like, we've got a decent one for his Brood and Edge and Christian era, but we haven't gotten one from his solo stage. And that's the one that makes sense to have a chase as well. So hopefully this one turns out well. Head Skull's fine. And I will have an Edge worthy of a showcase spot in my Ruthless Aggression smackdown display last but not least is mean mark callus i'm very excited about this one because mean mark was really fun in wcw he started off as the sid vicious replacement in the skyscrapers with danny spivey then when danny spivey quit or got hurt he had to fill in and had uh, teamed up with mike enos against the road warriors and that led to doom fighting uh, the Road Warriors, which is kind of cool. Still holding out hope for a Doom set, Mattel, by the way. But me and Mark then went on to get managed by Polly Dangerously. Had a really good match with Lex Luger at Great American Bash 90, one of my favorite pay per views. And, you know, he was just cool. I, I liked him using the heart punch. He's a, a good giant in a, in a promotion that didn't really have a lot of him. I feel like if he had stayed, he would have gotten a world shot against Sting. That could have been a feud that we never end up getting because the WWE screwed up on giving us Sting versus Undertaker. But that would have been fun to see those two earlier. Now we can at least in figure form. So I'm looking forward to this one. And now I kind of feel like we need to get a Danny Spivey so we can have both versions of the skyscrapers. So let's get on that one. Next up, Legends 15. This wraps up the DX Invasion with, of course, X-Pac. Um, then we've also got another Andre the Giant figure. He also has a chase. I don't know what they're going to do. I assume, hope, that this one is a face early 80s Andre before he turns and joins the Heenan family. Because I feel like they've done everything they could do with those versions of Andre at this point. And there's still a couple more tires for face Andre that we could get. I actually wouldn't mind them doing a better version of the machines so we could get a super and big machine to go along with giant machine too. But anyway, last we have the Acolytes, Farouk and Bradshaw. And I said the Acolytes because that's the ones I hope we get, but the listing just says Farouk and Bradshaw. So it could be the APA. I don't have a problem with that because the APA figures that Mattel put out earlier have really bad part choices for both especially for for Bradshaw. His head was super sized. And he's a guy that every time I pose and rearrange him and kind of do the stuff with for the March Bastionist tournament, I go, that's right, I hate this Bradshaw figure. It's it's just not a fun figure to do much of anything with. He, he He's great to sit at the table with, Brad, with Farouk, but that's about it. 
But I am hoping to get the accolades because that gets us one step closer to basically completing the Ministry of Darkness. We got Undertaker, we got Paul Bearer, we've got Edge and Christian, we got Viscera. I guess the only ones left at that point would be Gangrel and Midian. Gangrel probably not going to happen anytime soon, but Midian should work. Also, as a special bonus, if we get Farouk and they get the skin tone right, which is always kind of dodgy with Mattel with, with Ron Simmons figures, I can take the paint off and then I can have one more member of Doom. I can get my Ron Simmons Doom figure on the cheap. That means I just have to hold out hope that they can eventually get Butch Reed and we can get Doom because Doom is definitely one of my favorite tag teams. And that would be great to have them in the, the, the elite line. So that's it for WWE, lots of stuff. Hopefully we'll get to see some images soon. Steve Action Figure Attack said we will be seeing some before the end of the month. So <laughs> we're June 22nd, running out of days. So I guess we'll see something very soon. They're saving a lot for their big San Diego Comic-Con reveals. So of course that'll be the big showcase of everything coming out for the rest of the year. One way or, the, one way or another. Not a ton on Marvel Legends news this week. Uh, they did reveal a Sandman figure, part of the retro carding. This one is considerably scaled down from the gigantic, super ginormous Build-A-Figure version, which looked cool, but he had so many issues. He was too tall, of course, that being the main one. But he couldn't stand because of the ball joints they used for the hips which made him really awkward and he was a killer on my shelf like he would always knock over everybody else and of course I paired him with the Sinister Six which already had Dr. Octopus and the Vulture two guys who hog up shelf space on their own but also can prove to be dramatic domino figures in their own right in terms of toppling the shelf looking forward to having a Sandman that's better scale I will say that the new version of Sandman lacks the cool paint job on the sand that the Build-A-Figure had, but I think I'm trading that off okay with having one more in scale with everyone else. Next up on my list is or wish list of scale fixing. 100% The Wrecking Crew. Um, they, they just came out so big that as soon as I got them, I was like, these guys need to get fixed. They're one of the few figures that I feel like that Hasbro did a much better job on the Marvel smaller scale. I think it was unlimited now because, of course, they call them Marvel Legends. So I forgot their old school name. But anyway, then the Secret Wars two packs, they put out the Wrecking Crew. They look really good right from the comic. Thought they did an awesome job on those guys. Marvel Legends figures had some compromises to make for part reuse. Didn't really work because Bulldozer shared the same arms as Thunderball and he didn't even have gloves. All kinds of problems. So I'm hoping we get those guys fixed. I don't know how they could release them because, you know, I don't know if anybody would go for a box set unless they're throwing Spider-Man or Wolverine. But I'm hoping we'd get those guys at some point in a redone, redo version. Are starting to see some people are getting the Walgreens exclusive Quasar. He looks good. Looking forward to adding him to my Avengers shelf. I am not quite sure if I want to actually put together this Avengers lineup with with Quasar, uh, She-Hulk, White Vision, Iron Man, Captain America. 
but it could be a fun team to put together. I like all the different combinations of Avengers that are possible that we're getting now with Marvel Legends. And I think it's amazing that we're like, what, 1850 waves into Marvel Legends, and there's still so many figures left. I was just thinking, like, Wonder Man's a guy who I legitimately still want two figures of. I could go for a Quasar with longer hair and the mask version. There's still many versions of the Fantastic Four I could go for. We haven't got a black Captain America outfit. So, I mean, there's so much left. It's like, gosh. And I have so many Marvel Legends figures from Hasbro. I think I've exhausted all of my Toy Biz figures at this point. Or at least most of them have been removed and replaced from the shelf. I think maybe now I have 10 left, including the Doctor Strange. Hint, hint, hint. Um... But yeah, we're, we're wrapping up, and it's pretty much a Hasbro Marvel Legends shelf. We've got, uh, in terms of other new figures coming out, we've got Star Wars, Black Series, the Tech Zero, Aura Singh, Koska Reeve, Lando figure, and Wrecker on the Bad Batch are now showing up, and some people are starting to review them. Looking forward to getting them, um, especially for Tech and Wrecker, so I can complete the original Bad Batch. don't really care so much about echo as much definitely don't care about omega but you already know that and it'd be cool to have another mandalorian to pair up with uh my girl bo-katan that'd be fun because always love those mandalorians and just finished watching the clone wars where maul takes over mandalore and bo-katan joins up with obi-wan and fighting them so that was a fun episode one of my favorites and yeah definitely made me want more mandalorians on Jajo front, we're going to have a, another Jajo Pulse for Yojo June, and that's going to be this Thursday. I assume we're just going to get more Snake Eyes news, but maybe they'll sneak in a few more classified series figures from the comic book line. I am assuming we'll probably see the Hard Master, the Blind Master from the movie, but I think they've shown us everyone from the movie, and maybe we'll get a civilian Snake Eyes. In the way they do the classified series, that may, those three reveals may be all we get. But I'm hoping that we see one, two, maybe, <laughs> classified series run the real American hero era figures. So hopefully that's what we got. Last but not least, Mezco Toys revealed what I think is probably the set of the year, or soon to be set of the year, with their Fantastic Four uh, four pack. This set looks amazing. <laughs> it's basically the classic old school look with the black and blue. Um, the head sculpts look great, but they've done so much in this set. They have a reed that has a stretchable body, then movable, swappable parts so you can, you know, pull off his elongation. Um, Johnny Storm is the one that I think I wish they could have done or figured out a different way to do it to make it work. Because they made him flamed off. So we have Johnny Storm instead of Human Torch. And I think that's the preferred way to go with this set like this. But they tried to incorporate some Human Torch elements. So he has a red Human Torch head. Um, it's his, he also has some parts that you can attach. Some flamed on parts that you can attach. And it's one of those dealers like they tried. I appreciate the effort. But I'm hoping they just decide, alright, let's do a so solo separate version of human torch and that way we can just get both the best of both worlds invisible woman 
She looks fine. They gave her two different head sculpts. Three. It's I mean, they were they went hard with these head sculpts. Um she's got a lot of cool power effects. But the thing is amazing. I mean, he's got three head sculpts. He's got his trench coat disguise with the fedora, trench coat. He's got a lamp post. I mean, he's got a ton of accessories that would be pretty much worth that price tag. You know, or he his all the different accessories with him would justify a higher price tag. But I think they did a really good job of kind of balancing the price out for these guys. And they also include a Herbie. So, I mean, you've got the Fantastic Four. You've even got Herbie if you're afraid of having a lighted human torch in your collection for your impressionable kids. And the price is 420 for the set, so it's a little bit more than, you know, 100 per figure. But when you throw in Herbie, that balances out. And you start factoring in things like, hey, I've got a stretchy Mr. Fantastic. That's pretty cool. Got a thing in disguise. I've got Invisible Woman. And I've got a sort of kind of human torch. And I think the price is bad. I think it's one of those where I'm like really thinking, hmm, how can I make that work? And how can I get those guys? Because I think I'm very interested in getting those figures. And that's it. Um, McFarlane had his big reveals over the weekend. So he showed off some new Spawn figures. I've never been a real big Spawn universe kind of guy, but the figures look cool. The one thing that did look really interesting to me was he showed off his line of 1966 Batman figures. So the first wave is Batman, Robin, of course, and the Joker. Figures look really good, but the really cool thing about this set, or this wave, this line, he's got a scaled Batmobile. So Batman and Robin have cloth capes so they can fit into the Batmobile, which is important. And there's a playset of the Batcave. And the way it's set up, it actually looks pretty good. Like You can fit the Batmobile in there. You've got the Batcave. You've got them kind of working around in the lab and all this stuff. So you can shoot nice dioramas from them in the lab and then go out and do their thing. The next wave is supposed to have Batman and Robin in their swim trunks and the Riddler. I'm, I'm, you know, I've kind of weaned off of McFarlane's DC line because I'm just like, I need more variety, not just a Batman line. But these figures look cool. I've never gotten any of the 1966 figures on any front. So maybe this is where I finally scratched that figure itch in my collection. But we'll see. All right, so that's it for now. This week on my website, I'm actually featuring Transformers. So this is a Transformers focus week. Finally catching up, doing reviews on those Studio Series figures. So far, I've knocked out Cup and Hot Rod, which I'll be putting up very soon, so you can check them out. I'm trying to figure out which ones I want to go to next. Grimlock Willie, uh, Cyclotron, Scourge, just in time for Galvatron, which I've already seen in stores, to start showing up in mass, along with Ultra Magnus. One final thing, if you are checking out Target today only, they have a sale going on where you spend $25, you spend 25 you spend $100, you can get $25 off of your purchase, which is great for, because they've got a bunch of things, they've still got the Age of Apocalypse, Wave Up in total, some of the villains, Bad Guys Wave, and a few Star Wars figures, most of, most of those are sold out, but you can kind of do a lot of damage with Marvel Legends and WWE figures, which they have a decent amount of those guys up still too. So, 
hope you've been enjoying your Prime Weekend because a lot of companies like Walmart and Target and Best Buy and GameStop have been trying to compete with Amazon, making for a lot of fun and good deals for all of us. All right, well, that's it for me. I'll be back tomorrow with the guys for the regular show. So, for now, I'll talk to you later. See you on social media and on Lyle's Movie Files. For now, this episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.